Welcome to the One in the Shiba podcast with Suji and Ed. We're just two Asian Americans talking shit about shit. I'm trying to make the inflections in my voice different, so it's not all the same. Oh, we are two Asian Americans <laughs> talking shit about shit. <laughs> like Putting that. the emphasis on different <laughs> syllables. <laughs> Hi, Ed. How was your week? Actually, pretty, pretty stressful. Oh, no. I thought yeah, you were going to yeah. say pretty good. No, no, no. It was decent. But um, I walked into my room the other day, like oh, no. four days ago, and it was just covered in termites. No. Yeah. That's not good. So this happened like earlier in the summer, but it was only Oh my for God, what if your shitty fucking neighbors planted them? They weren't moved in yet, so I don't think it was. So okay. it happened one time during the summer, and I called my landlord. Um, he claimed that he was calling pest control and no one ever came. Same as this time, actually. He was like, someone's coming Friday or Saturday. Friday, Saturday came around, nothing. Um, but yes, yeah, so it was like on Thursday, I think is when it happened. So it was like almost a week ago. And so his claim is, is that recently in the area, there has been a swarm of termites that have been traveling around, which... I couldn't find any information. Don't termites just find a place and stay? That's kind of what I thought. They like move in. But the only thing is, is that like that day in the summer, it happened for that day. And then I just vacuumed, vacuumed them all up. I was like, I don't even know what to do. I just <laughs> took the vacuum and I started being like, <laughs> to all of them. Also, cause I'm terrified of bugs. Oh, you are? And like the crunching of bugs, I can't. Really? Yeah, I think I think I am so scared to kill stuff that even killing bugs bothers me. And like that crunching noise is what it makes it real. That like you just Buddhist killed something. In, Buddhist blood in your in your veins. Probably, probably my dad was Buddhist. Yeah, so are my grandparents. Um, so I just like don't like it, even though I hate bugs and I like want them all to die. Right. I just can't do it. <laughs> like even as a kid. There was ever like the random roach somewhere, I would scream and be like, Oh ma, oh ma, pakibole, pakibole. He'd be like, Mom, there's a cockroach. Really? Even as like a 16 year old grown ass kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Terrified of them. So I just sucked them all up with the vacuum and then they didn't come back until now, which is like five which is months. It's funny. I was just at my friend's house and he's like, Oh, I've all of a sudden have all these termites. So I wonder if there's this like se termite seasons. So maybe that is true. Maybe right. they are kind of, cause like, I didn't know this until that happened. Cause I've never seen a termite before, but they have wings. Yeah. They fly. So I they're suppose there's a reason. Terrifying. Relocate. And they're like bright red. All of that, all of it is just terrifying. <laughs> I don't find them particularly offensive. If they were in your bedroom, you wouldn't. Yeah, be. I wouldn't. Because then the thought of like waking up in the middle of the night with a mouthful of termites. My God. That's, so graphic. The, that's the image I kept having in my Why a mouthful? Maybe just like one. <laughs> I don't know. Because extremes. That's where terror lives in extremes. <laughs> You're crazy. But either way, I um, realized that, so the one silver lining was I realized, I kept being scared that they were eating through the floor yeah. and they were like coming up from that way. You I just, found like, fall that- fall into a pit. Yeah. Well, behind my headboard, which is made out of untreated wood, by the way, uh, and I found a bunch of termites on there. So I had to take that out, but that's not where they were coming from. They were, so behind that is a window that I have closed constantly. And that's normally covered by a blackout sheet because it faces north. Yeah, north. So it gets sunlight all day. You know mm -hmm, what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's hot. We live yeah, on a yeah, hill. Yeah. So I just have blackout curtains. I don't even open the window. And I noticed in that screen, there were like 300 termites stuck in there. So Oof. I think they were coming through. I think they were in like maybe migrated to the ground. So when you said 300, all of a sudden my toes started like. Yeah, they were <laughs> covered shoes. in the window. And then the little bits of crevices that yeah. are in the window, they were getting through there. So I like taped that off. Okay, so here's what you do. You go on TikTok and you say, how do I eradicate termites forever? <laughs> and you're gonna have 6,000 very informative videos of people. I thought about Didn't you that. ever see the, the wasp net nest gasoline thing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you just where you just Did soak you get, it. Yeah, yeah you and just then hold they it in die. the fumes, they all die. I'm sure there's a termite equivalent. Yeah. You might have to so go to a specialty I, store. That's I don't actually know. pretty smart, but I Googled it and they said borax. Yeah. Which is, you know, yeah, I didn't cleanser. know what that even was until yeah. now, but you know, the water softener cleanser yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. thing. And they say that, um, cause I was like, do I have to throw out my headboard that I love so much? And I have to be this like college dorm kid now without a headboard, you know what I mean? Like as I'm about to start dating again. <laughs> 
and this I love is this my room. Yeah, and I love that headboard because it's like one of the most. It's like one of the first adult pieces of furniture yeah. that I bought for yeah. myself. So was, there's like some sentimental attachment to it. So I was like trying to figure out how to get rid of it. And they were like, just make a solution of like borax water. And I think something else. And they were like, just get a squirt bottle and yeah, sort yeah. the shit out of it. Yeah. And they were like, you will never have termites on that piece of whatever again. Interesting. So I think it like soaks in yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So I haven't done that yet, but my headboard is standing outside my house. I have the borax. Everything's ready to go. I just need to do it. Okay. But so I think. Check back next week. I think the silver line, I think like the light at the end of the tunnel is there. But you know, everyone, but to this day, I keep going to my room being like, are there any dead termites on the floor? Cause that's what kept happening. Yeah. They were mostly dead in my room. Cause mm -hmm. I think they needed like humidity and whatever to survive. And so like my room was really dry. So I think they were just like, you know, but either way, eh, I hated it. It's so. okay. You're going to get rid of them. Yeah. And that's, that's good. <laughs> oh my God, please. <laughs> but uh, if you have any, have any tips for oh, Ed on how please. to get rid of the termites, yes, especially ones that require him to not be there and not do it himself. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure he would. But also it. no fumigation. Cause I hate, I don't, cause then like the thought of cleaning everything. Oh, oh my yeah, God. I'm never going to do that. That's the mm -hmm. worst. Mm -mm. Yeah. Cause uh, the bed bug infestation in France. Yeah, it gives me such horrible PTSD. My hands instantly yeah, got clammy. Because I've had bed bugs before. You and, have? Yeah. And then they came <laughs> back because I think one survived in a piece of bag that I had closed up for the fumigation. Uh, but after fumigation, I opened it and that motherfucker survived. He was like. And then it, and then it got reinfested <laughs> again. And all of it happened not because I was being dirty or anything, but because I brought brand new furniture and the furniture came infested. Ugh. So, yeah. so all of it, I like even fumigation PTSD, but hopefully none of that was in your week. How was yours? No, my week was not like that at all. Um, so I had a very healing moment this week. Oh, um, that sounds great. So my parents, again, I'll tell you all, I coached my daughter's volleyball team. And so my parents came to the first game they've ever been to last week on Thursday. And I was really excited that they were going to be there, but I was also really nervous. Like this is the first time they watched me coach, but I played volleyball for a really, really long time. Yeah. And so I more think, pressure technically, right? Like this bitch knows what she's doing. Right. Like, she well, better. that too. But also my parents had never, my mom has never seen me play volleyball like oh, in person because so she was always at work. work. And my dad, I think only came to like one or two games. And the one of the games I remember that he came, I played the worst I'd ever played. Cause I was so nervous, nervous. that my dad was there. I yeah. fucking blew it. Mm -hmm. Too much pressure. So much pressure. Mm -hmm. And so my parents came and I felt that pressure kind of like all over again. But by the time we were playing, that had gone because I was so focused on coaching. The girls, yeah. And I didn't, so we're playing and it was a really good game. We went, we went to three sets. We won the first set, lost the second set, and then, you know, wow. came back in the third set. It was nail really, biter. it was a yeah. nail biter and it was so exciting. But I realized <laughs> while we're watching this game, my parents were sitting on the sidelines across from where I was standing with the girls. And, and the bleachers were kind of on the other side. They want to sit closer to the court. And it's quiet, like right before the girls serve. And so my team was serving and every serve, I could hear my mom go, oh. <laughs> she'd go, wow. You know? Or she'd be like, oh, good job, good job. You know, and she, I could hear her like cheering and like clapping and screaming. My dad was like oh. smiling and like clapping the whole time. And I was like, I'm gonna cry. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know how bad I needed to hear that. Yeah. How badly I needed to hear my parents like cheer for me. And like, cause I'd always wanted them to. And I always wished that they'd seen me play volleyball cause I was a decent player. You know, I played in a, on a team that won, you know, city championships in LA. Like LA is one of the biggest volleyball cities like in the world. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, high school volleyball. Yeah, high school volleyball is really competitive here. Um, and so to hear my mom and dad like laughing and cheering and then congratulating us at the end of the game after we'd won and we'd fought so hard was like, I didn't know how bad I needed that. And to like hear it, I was like, oh, like that feels so good. And it feels yeah. so much better. And I feel like a little part of like high school me was like, you did a good job, Susie. Aww. We're proud of you. You know, and it felt really good. Yeah, that I was does like, sound really good. It was. And like, and they're coming back again this week. They're like, we want to watch every game. My mom's like, the girls are so cute. It's so exciting. It's so fun. She's like, I don't like to watch adults play. It's too stressful when <laughs> it adults stressful. play. And she said, and they don't look like they're having fun. Well, she also has skin in this game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and my daughter played one of the, the better games that she'd ever played. She was, she, I think she was trying to show off actually in front of my parents, which is the opposite reaction I have. In so front she of my doesn't parents. have like performance anxiety. God, none at all. At least differently. It than motivates yours. her yeah, actually yeah, yeah. It, rather than like makes her feel like self-conscious. It really motivated her. So I don't know. 
I think I've inspired a new um, hobby, which is uh, volleyball spectatorship for my parents. <laughs> like little me is just like feels better, you know. So, so that was a really it was a real highlight of my week. So, whether I win another volleyball game or not, at least I have that. I'm like that's, that's really all I needed. nice. Yeah, as someone who like tried school theater one time and my mom didn't come. Mm. And then to this day, I know how much it hurts because to this day, when, when my mom and I got into that one big fight over this, you know, when she was here, I, the, well, that was one of the things I still bring up. Mm. Like, remember when you didn't support me? And I was like, clearly I love to entertain people and be right. in front of people. And I was like, do you know where I could have been if you had like supported it and didn't shut it down? And I think that's the reason why I didn't think of it till I was hearing your story, but like when my mom watches my videos now, yes, I think that's, I think that is something that I also do as well. Cause one of the videos that my mom was in, which is the century egg one. Yeah. Like I, I remember as it was going, I kept being like, mom, like a million people watching. I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> 2 million people watch your face. Yeah. And she kept being like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and I think I'm realizing that's why I was yeah. trying to get that. It, you, too. you get that kind of closure, like yeah. that open ended feeling of like parents never got to see it. They never got to experience it with me, like the highs and lows and the joys and whatever. Yeah. Of it. And to have them do it now you know, the healing comes in so many different ways and yeah. you never know when to expect it. I didn't realize just hearing my mom from across a crowded, you know, stadium or, you know, court or whatever, hear her going, oh, wow, good job. Yeah, and yeah. I hearing her clap would be like so incredibly monumental for me yeah. in that moment. Like it meant so much. So now I'm watching back. So the the team sends me like tapes of the girls playing. <laughs> I'm not even watching the girls playing. I'm, I'm just listening. listening to my mom. <laughs> I'm just oh. listening. Oh, oh. oh good job. Good job. Yeah. I can hear her like relieved sighs when the, like the ball yeah. drops on the other side. She was like holding her breath. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. It was really cute. No, so. I mean, all of it makes sense because when they didn't share in it when we were kids, it made us feel like we weren't understood. They didn't understand us. And now it's like, oh, you get it. You, get you it. see why right. I love it. And right. And how I had so much passion for it and yeah. what it meant to me and what it means to me still. Right. So it was it was really great. It was really That's beautiful. Thanks. I'm really happy. Yeah. I'm only I'm holding back my much. tears because I know if I cry, you're gonna cry. Don't please God. <laughs> I literally am on the verge at all times, every day now, all the time. It's really annoying. I don't know what it is. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'll I'll cry at anything. I cry at everything. There's this guy on TikTok who does like dog of the dogs of the week. The dogs were at it again. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I don't think it's you should show wonderful. it wonderful. <laughs> don't watch it. <laughs> because I, the second he says the dogs were at it again this week, instantly my eyes already know. Start to tear because it's going to happen. And he talks about like dogs that rescue people during earthquakes. And he talks about dogs that save their owners by barking because they're having a heart attack. Or, I mean... Dogs that like are reunited after they were oh, adopted yeah. separately. Those always, yeah. Oh my God. I think about that all the time. I think about that all the time. I'm always like, every time I see a dog that's remotely like Colt and of a similar age, I'm like, oh my God, are you one of the litter mates? <laughs> and sometimes I like want to reach out to the person. I'm like, can you give me the names and numbers of all the people <laughs> that adopted these? I have them live at my house with the yeah. termites. <laughs> also, I just need to make sure that like they're all happy. Yes, for sure. You know sure. what I mean? Like if any of them are, are in suffering some in any sort way, of dog fighting. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get them out. <laughs> like, um, uh, we would be remiss if right now we didn't talk about what is happening in um, Palestine and Israel yeah. and Gaza. And I know a lot of people have asked us, or at least for me, um, asked me to speak out about it. Yeah. And I want to say, like, I understand that people want to hear our opinions of it, but I have to be completely honest when I tell you, I don't think I'm qualified for that. Yeah. I don't know anything. And the more I look it up, the less I understand. And the more I see about it and the more I hear about it, the more I realize I don't know enough about it to speak about it. And I know that we want our favorite creators and people that we see on social media to speak about things, but there's also time for people to listen and for people to learn and to not speak. I just don't think it would be responsible of me, you know, to speak yeah. about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, for someone who specifically last week was like, you should have just left it at, I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna take my own advice, cause I don't. I, I don't wanna be the person that knew less than what, Kylie Jenner and then yeah. spouted her opinion. And, and then, I mean, like know. we both are the type of people who like want to do right, do and like help other people, we just don't know that this is the appropriate thing for us to tackle. So I hope that people understand why. Um, I'm not making a conscious effort to like 
not learn about it. I'm just making a conscious effort to not spout off at the mouth about things I don't know. Yeah. I think that's, like I said, Which also kind of includes everything that's happening with the Armenians right now too. Yeah, there is like another genocide happening with Armenians right now. And so like, I know <laughs> that sounds horrible, but I don't know enough to talk about it. Right. Yeah. And I think that, and I think that's another thing too, is like there are a million things going on in the world too. And we can't always know everything, you yeah. know, and, and I don't want to pretend like I do because it's is. very it's, clear that I don't. It's been a pretty tragic week throughout the world. Cause, and honestly, it seems like a lot of it is happening right in the middle East. Yeah. Because there was also that. There's an earthquake too. There was an earthquake and there was also that wedding fire. Oh God, that was, was horrible. Like one of the most tragic things I've ever heard. I literally woke up and that was one of the first videos I saw except no one was explaining it. It was just the footage. And I literally was like, what, what is happening? this? I was like, is this a movie? I, th I thought it was one of those videos where like they show you a clip of the movie, but they don't tell you what it is and whatever. So I started looking it up and I was like, oh my God, that's real. That's so terrible. If people don't know what it is, there was a wedding. I think it was like a thousand people in attendance yep. and a huge fire broke out. A huge fire broke out because like they had these exits. pyrotechnics. And they Why were are we doing pyrotechnics? Well, they were supposed to be cold pyrotechnics. So they're like, don't use gunpowder. And they use like electricity, or oh. I think one uses like, um, not liquid. What's liquid ice called? I'm having a brain fart. Nitrogen? No, ni ni nitrous. No. So they use like something like. Dr I can't remember now. So they use something like dry ice or something yeah. to like create things that look like it. So these ones were supposedly electronic, but the thing is, is that just because they're cold, because normally pyrotechnics, they run anywhere between like, anywhere up to like 2000 degrees Fahrenheit, which is like. I can't even yeah, like compare it to 20 anything. 20 times what boiling water is, so it's right. like really hot. And so these ones, there were literally people walking through them because they're that cold. Oh, okay. But because they're cold doesn't mean they're like, not flammable. flammable. Yeah. And like the things that were up top, I, I guess right by the lights, there was like all these dried leaves and stuff. So they're they're thinking that that caught fire first. And then there was like a sheet covering the lights to diffuse them, you know, so that it's not just beams of light and it's more, you know, diffused Dissipated, throughout. Yeah. That caught fire next and the hanging things caught fire. And then when those things started falling, there was nothing but tablecloths and seat oh, covers God. everywhere. But the major one was the fact that there was only two exits. One only one of them was really visible because the other was like a service service entrance that goes to the kitchen. So we're talking about a place that's big You're enough sitting to, to seat a thousand people comfortably. Yeah. But there's only really one exit. Jesus. Which is the reason why like six government officials are being fired. Oh, good. Because As they're like, they yes, be. most of the culpability is on the venue, but they're like, the venue needs approval from yeah, the city. Yeah, I was gonna say, you have to have so many permits to do anything anywhere. Yep, and someone approved those plans and approved the, you know what I mean? So so like, yeah, people are getting fired. Well, f good. I mean, I don't know that that's enough. They should be criminally charged, if you ask me. Just, yeah. you know, like, how many people died? Over 100. 10% of the people in attendance at a wedding? Yeah. That's... So like, and it was supposed to be like their wedding day. You know what I mean? It's supposed to be like a day of union. And now it's forever going to, like, I don't know if the marriage is going to last because their anniversary oh is God. a day that a hundred of their loved, and loved ones, ones died. died because of them. You right. know what I mean? Like quotes. I saw this interview. This episode was not supposed to be heavy. No, it wasn't. I saw this one interview where this, uh, where they were the bride and groom, they were like, yeah, no, we don't, we can't live here anymore. They're like, everywhere we look, all we see are memories of dead people. Oh my God, the horror of it there's all. There's this one really bad video that I didn't put in my video where there was this guy, he found the dress his mom was wearing. No. Wreckage, and he loses it. Oh God. Yeah, just as much as we would if that happened. Oh God. Yeah. It's so sad. So we're sorry we didn't mean to, but this is the world, yeah, right? Yeah, it is the world. We can't just pretend like the world yeah. isn't happening on our little tiny podcast, you know what I mean? Like this is the world and, and I don't know, man, fuck. It just, it's, the world is heavy and we can't pretend like it isn't and we can't, you know, and obviously we still have to celebrate the highs and lows of everything and, and there are definitely a lot of lows right now, you know, so. So. Fucking fuck.
to help offset some of the sadness, we decided that we're just going to go the complete opposite way and just try to uplift people with some humor a little yeah. bit and not like in an appropriate way. Right. We're not trying to say like, you know, we'll, so we'll just pretend like these things aren't happening. We're, we're just saying that there is a balance to everything. And right. Cause there are going to be hardships and sadness. There also has to be in order for us to survive this world. Yeah. There has to be the other side of it. And people ask us all the time. I know they ask me all the time. They're mm -hmm. like, Hey, how do you deal with all this like sad, depressing stuff? This is how. This is how. Yeah. You cope with your friends yeah. and you have a few laughs and you self-deprecate and you make fun of yourself yeah. and you make fun of your friends, which yeah. I'm sure is also about to happen. Um, and a, a lot of things too, I guess a good way, and I think maybe this plays to like how we not just cope, but like who we are as people. A lot of people don't know us as intimately as obviously we would know, you know, each other off camera and, and on social media and whatever, but. And just a reminder, Susie and I technically still haven't known each other for a year. We're coming up to our year anniversary, Aww. but we're not like. We should have Indian food again. We're not like besties, you know what I mean? Aren't or No, 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 I don't, we're, we're not like, like lifelong wait. besties. Um, no, I'm sorry. I, I mean that. We are besties. I might be your bestie, but <laughs> you're not mine. Wait, wait, wait. What movie is that? <laughs> but yeah, no, no, we are, but we're not like, people are like, you guys aren't, haven't been best friends for like, like a de over decades. And I'm like, not even no. like 10 months, yeah. which is crazy to me. Right. <laughs> when did we actually meet meet? When was it? Was it Indian food? I think it was. The Indian food was the first time we oh, had a with meal. Michael. Oh, yeah, it was it with Michael, but at bestia sister restaurant. Yes. But where was that? And when was that rather? No. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. It was a colder month. I think it's around this time last year. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we might be coming up on our anniversary. I'll look it up. But that's like when we met and we were like cordially then, you know. But I think being in this situation, we have no choice but to like bear the most like intimate details of our lives and like share, you know, things that we might not share with somebody as freely and willingly um inside of a year. <laughs> <laughs> but a really good way that Trauma we've gotten bonding. to know each other. Yeah, well, there's that. We like to play games. <laughs> we did this a little while ago um, and it's called Let's Get Deep, but like we didn't answer that many questions. No. It went really, really quickly. Every time I hear Let's Get Deep, I, I hear Let's Get Physical in my head for some reason. I want to be like, Let's Get Deep. <laughs> this is like not enough syllables. But you know what's funny? Mm. This game was played on the Netflix show Love is Blind. What is that? Is that a, oh, yeah. a game so, show? No, it's a reality. <laughs> I can see where you get that idea. Right, right. Yeah, like, yeah. like it's like, a tunnel digging yeah, show. Yeah, from like the 70s. Was there's like a show. Wait, what's it called? The date. The Love is Blind? Show. Yeah, Love is Blind. It's on Netflix. It's a dating show, actually. And it's exactly what it sounds like. These people, they meet, but they don't get to see each other. So they meet in these things called pods, and there's this wall. And oh. you don't see each other until after you get engaged. That's dangerous, game. It is dangerous. That's a, that's and a, theoretically, it makes sense because you should be falling in love with the person and not what they look like, but there are some- It's a package for me. It is. It's a package. But there's a few instances where people are like, oh, I'm not attracted to that. You know what I mean? And one episode, one season, there was this you know Indian guy, the South Asian guy, and he clearly had really heavy internalized racism. Oh. Because like in the pods, he's like, oh my God, no one has ever understood these aspects of my life before. But as soon as he met, he just wouldn't allow himself to get over. But you look like my family. You look like my mom. Wait, so you're saying that he picked an Indian girl not knowing that she was Indian. No, he knew. He knew. Oh, he knew she was Indian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until he saw her, then it was a problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he kept being like, you're Indian, I'm Indian. We share all these ama amazing things. You understand my point of view. You understand what happened here. Like we can relate. And then he met her and he like normally dates like white blonde girls. Yeah. And I think that like his internalized racism forced him to be like, re like relating them to like his family and stuff. And it was like, he was very hated. His oh. name was Shake. Oh, oh, I feel like I've heard that name. Yeah. Cause it, I forget what his real name was, but like, he's one of those people who like, didn't even go by his ethnic name. And he came up with like this, like easier thing to pronounce, which like, if you do that, Fine. nothing wrong with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm just like painting a picture of his patterns of behavior. His vibe. You know? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So anyway, so they play this game yeah. on that show yeah, to yeah, get yeah. to know each other. Yeah, because I saw them, they were like, let's play, I think it was on this season, they were like, let's play this game. And I was like, oh, let's get deep. I was like, let's get <laughs> we deep. We have that. Yeah, I was like, we have that. All right, you wanna go? 
Okay. Okay, go. Do you remember what you, s oh, these are the different ones, right? Do we want to start light? I don't just even like, care. Just like pick wherever. Pick wherever. Oh, you picked a deep card. If you can live anywhere in the world, where would you pick? That is not deep. That is, that's not deep. <laughs> it's not that deep. It's not that deep. <laughs> Very shallow. Um, If I could live anywhere in the world, where would I live? I like where I live now. I don't know that I would ever want to move. You know what though? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm thinking like practically, like in practicality terms, I'm like, I hate packing. I don't want to move. So it's like, no. if I could just teleport and mm. move to wherever I wanted to move. Where's your ideal place to live? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I like where I live now. Cause I love like city living, but I also love being able to go to the beach whenever I want. And I love that it's a big city, but I love that it's kind of like a sprawling big city and it's not like all on top of each other, like, like New York would be or something like that. So I, I'm actually really happy where I am. I don't know. That's not a real sexy answer, but like, it's the truth. How about yeah. you? I mean, I moved here after being in Philly for like 20 yeah. plus years. So I was like, I've always wanted to live back in LA. But after having visited Korea a couple of years ago, I am a little curious as to like, I wouldn't mind living there. Huh. It is so nice there right now. You know what? Maybe you're right. Yeah. I'll, I'll report back. We're going to be going in June. I'll report back on how I feel about it now. Oh. <laughs> if you had to pick a catchphrase, what would it be and why? <laughs> what? <laughs> The randomest thing I've ever it's heard. It's so random. A catchphrase? Cowabunga. Because I cannot think anything else. <laughs> that is the first thing that came to my mind. Um, I, I'm not even going to answer that. It's like, I'm, I'm going to pick a new one. I think that's <laughs> dumb. <laughs> they have to fill this whole deck somehow. What's you know? the weirdest gift you've given or received? What's the Oh. <laughs> I can think of the worst gift I've ever received. The weirdest gift? I don't know that I've ever given or received. I feel like we're doing really bad at this already. <laughs> Pick another card. Pick another card. We're going to cut all this out for you people in ah, live. Here's a great one. Oh, great. What would be your death row meal? Everything. No, fried chicken. Yeah, you've been on a waffles. fried chicken thing lately. Always, my whole life. It would probably be fried chicken and waffles. Okay, mine would be my mom's kalbi jim and my grandmother's kimchi jjigae. And my grandmother's been deceased for 20 years, but she would have to come back to, to make this for me with a huge bowl of rice. That would be like- See, I want to change my answer to something more sentimental, but I keep thinking back to comparing <laughs> it to fried chicken and waffles. How good was that go-go bird sandwich? It was really good. I'm telling you. But I think Tuk Tuk is better. Ooh, let's fight. Actually, I haven't been to Tuk Tuk, so I can't. Have it's I? So no. Good. We are. Remember, we're gonna oh, we're gonna right. try to do a chick fried chicken thing. I'm on a quest to find the best chick fried chicken in LA. I hope you're taking your heart medication. Oh. <laughs> My gout medication. <laughs> that too. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's boring. Really? Because the back of the card said deeper. <laughs> oh. Uh oh. Is it inappropriate? No. Is it gonna make you cry? Something make unique make you cry. What's something you're insecure about and why? It doesn't have to be your deepest, or it could be, you know, I'd prefer that or the views. What am I? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. What am I insecure about? I'm actually really secure. Oh, really? <laughs> I was like, bullshit. I was like, in your head, you're going like, which one of these um, do I pick? You know, I probably would say that I am, I'm insecure that I'm not as smart as people think I am or that I am. You know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of people are like, oh my God, you're so well-spoken, you're so smart. And I'm like, I'm faking it. I'm really dumb. I don't know anything. I just talk good, <laughs> you know? I know I'm not. With conviction. Yeah, and I know that I'm not, not smart. Oh yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> Double negatives, you always have to think. <laughs> not, not, maybe I am. No. Um, I, but I just feel like, you know, like an imposter sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I feel, insecure about that. That's very relatable. Yeah, what are you insecure about? That and my weight. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not, that, yeah. I'm not, I'm like so far from where I used to be, but boy, does it occupy my mind still a lot. Yeah, yeah. A lot. It's, 
I think that's a safe bet for most, right? Appearances, fine. You know, there are. I don't know that I know anybody that couldn't pick apart their appearance if they had to, but I've just made a conscious effort in my life, I guess, at my age to choose not to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to do that to myself anymore. Like, it's so painful. Like, why? What, yeah. what, what am I doing it for? Who am I picking myself apart for? You know, my husband loves me no matter what. My daughters think I'm the most beautiful woman in the world. Like, the, done. For us single people, it's still very, very important. I realize that as I was saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not, I'm not offended, <clears throat> clearly. Right. Do, 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 what is a moment you get nostalgic about and why? It's so hard to think of things off the cuff like food. that. Yeah. I get the most nostalgic about food. I'm a very sensory person. Smells, mm-hmm. Smells flavors. Smells for me is, is Instantly something. take me back, yeah. What do I get nostalgic about? I get nostalgic watching my daughters experience things for the first time. That's something I get really... <laughs> I want that. <laughs> I know. I know. I got really nostalgic. My daughter's going to be so mad when we went bra shopping for her for the first time. Oh. <laughs> she's, you know, she's, she's starting to need a bra. Oh. And we were at Target and I was like, here, just let me wrap this around you. And she's like, uh, oh. mom, we have to go to the dressing room. I'm like, I'm like, you still have your clothes on. And I was like, instantly teleported to my first bra shopping experience. I was like, my mom did this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Run to the dressing room. Just go without me even. Just tell me how it went. It's like, I'm so sorry. But I wasn't like, it wasn't even like a, I want to embarrass you. I was just like, well, there's a lot of different sizes and this is your first time getting measured. So let me just be very pragmatic and about with it. with your years, you realize that's not, not that, very embarrassing. Not a big deal. But to a teen, right. preteen. Preteen. She was like, Mortified. oh my yeah. God, Mortified. mom, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just measuring your bra size, honey. What's Also, the let me just like yeah. get that off and your also, face. And also, I'm like, nobody's looking. I'm like, you know, probably everybody's looking. Okay, Everybody. let's go, let's go. Yeah, right. the people in the security room were pointing and laughing. <laughs> like, they oh, recorded here's it. Here's another one. Yeah. Another fucking oblivious mom <laughs> who's completely traumatized her daughter from shopping for bras. This is the 15th one today. <laughs> I'm sure it happens all the time. Uh, At least I hope it does. Definitely does. Boring. Oh God. Okay, skip it. What do you think the most important part of family is? I mean, obviously, all of it. <laughs> These are not deeper. What is your creative outlet? This. Right. This. <laughs> Ooh, have you ever had any recurring dreams? And about what? <gasps> okay. <laughs> that one was instant. Okay, so I have this recurring dream. And it's always when I'm stressed out. So my parents owned an ice cream store for a really long time. And I was basically forced to work there from the time I was like 13. I would have been so overweight. <laughs> I, it was, I was up and down for a lot. Um, so my dream is always that it's right after school. You get the after school rush. It's like 3 to 3.15. 3.15 is like when it starts. And the dream is I just get bombarded with people and like they're rushing through the door. They all want their ice cream, but I'm in the middle of defrosting the freezer. <laughs> this is the most weirdly peculiar. So specific, peculiarly right? specific. Okay. No, because when you defrost the freezers at an ice cream store, at least back in the day, I don't know how they are now these ice crystals would form and they would like come out and start pushing in on the ice cream that was in the center. Uh-huh. So you have to take every single two gallon thing out, put it in the back freezer, take all the metal components out, hose the fucking thing down with water, you know, let it dry, dry the whole thing. Then you have to put the whole thing back together. Then you have to put all the ice cream back in. It's a lot of fucking work. (laughs) It's so much work. And when you do that, while you have customers, it's very stressful. You're still so traumatized from it. (laughs) It was the worst. It was the worst. And so, that is my, like, one of my, I have actually a few recurring <laughs> nightmares. Okay. Are they all this oddly specific? No, I'll tell you a recurring dream, though, and not scary or bad one. I have this recurring dream that I, I'm laying down and then I sit up. And when I look where I am, I'm laying on the ocean floor and I look and the thing that's next to me, I just see a giant eyeball. <laughs> It's not by itself. It's attached to something. But I look and what it's looking it at me to? a whale. What the So fuck? I have this dream that I'm laying on the bottom of the ocean with tons of like mama whales. And you're not drowning? I'm not drowning. So are and you I'm a whale? So peaceful. No, I'm still me. 
but everything is really calm and like really peaceful. And I can like hear like whale sounds in the background. And my mom told me that it's because I'm a good mom. And like whales, I think, I guess are like a maternal animal, like elephants are, I relate to elephants a lot too. Um, and she says that that's just kind of like my maternal instincts, like in like dream form that I'm just like laying on the bottom of the ocean with all these mama whales. Huh. Isn't that weird? I was going to be like, maybe you're a whale in your past life. Maybe that too. I also feel like it was definitely an elephant. Oh, so just like really big animals. <laughs> maybe I do have weight issues, insecurities. <laughs> Circle back, everybody. Circle back. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe. I'm just a really big mammal. And That's I, actually, no. <laughs> Elephants are pachydermes? I don't even They're know. mammals. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Pachyderm a, might be like a subspecies. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Oh, <sighs> don't even ask me about reoccurring dreams. I'll tell it. I smoke so much weed, I don't even dream anymore. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I like wake up and I don't remember them. Oh. I haven't remembered a dream in 15 years, 20 years. I don't even know. Oh, that's it's kind of. But sad I do. I know it is a little sad, but the only time I'll know I was dreaming is when, when the my leg does that thing where you think you're falling in your oh. dream and then you wake up and you're like, and you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. cold sweating. You're like, what just happened? So that happens oh. once in a while. But before that, my reoccurring dream used to be getting chased around my middle school by a vampire. Oh, okay. But it wasn't scary. It was like scary funny. Oh, like a game. <laughs> oh, we're playing of. games. Kind of like how Vampire tag. Bride of Chucky comes off. Yeah, you know what I mean? It yeah. was like scary. Campy. <laughs> but like it was a little campy. It was very, like the Dracula was like Count Dracula from like the serial. You know what I mean? Like not really scary, oh, that's but funny. terrified. That's funny. Um, wait, I was going to tell you about another dream. Which one was it? Oh, damn it. I just had it and I forgot. Hold on. Edit. Everybody pause. Everybody wait. Oh, it's totally gone. I just totally slipped out of my mind. I'll never let go. What were you talking about right before that? Oh, I, so I'm sad that you are not present enough to remember your dreams or conscious enough. Cause sometimes I have dreams where I'm like conscious and like in my conscious mind, I'm like, Hey, you're dreaming. Hey, God damn it. I've wanted that for so bad. You so, have conscious dreams. Yeah. So I conscious dream and I'm like, Hey, Hey, you're dreaming. It's okay. What should we do? Want to fly? Yeah, let's fly. And I'll just like fly in my dreams. And it's so fun. That's and, not it's, fair. and it's always inside a mall. I don't know why. I'm never outside, like in an open <laughs> field, but I'm like flying through the mall. I'm like, what's up, guys? You're like, like stuck in some teenager dream. Totally. No, and I'm like fly by like hot dog on a stick, and I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> that is the weirdest. Or I'll like fly by like through like a Macy's or like whatever. But like the the thing that's important is that I am always like, I think you're dreaming. Am I dreaming? I think so. And I like, like have a conversation with myself and then, but I never, I never weirdly, if I could tell myself consciously, like, what do you want to dream about? I would definitely be like, dream about grandma, dream about, you know, how something many, else other than just fly. flying, flying, but it's fun. It is fun. It's really fun. Dang it. I've read so much material on how to do conscious dreaming and I just cannot do Well, I mean, at this point, I don't even remember. Actually, that's a lie. Is that something you can will yourself to do? It just happens to me like randomly. Some people, I hear that they like condition themselves to be able to do it. Oh, cool. I'm gonna try it again tonight. I don't know how to do it. Actually, not remembering dreams is a, is a little bit of a lie because there are onesie twosie dreams that I do wake up realizing that I just dreamed, mm. but then like the details immediately fizzle away. Mm -hmm. But every single one of those are se are sex are sex dreams. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say it. Like the only you're ones I remember are sex dreams. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, good. Okay, times. next one. Was it me? I'll go. Yeah, I think so. I don't even remember. What's your favorite nickname you have for me? <laughs> Do you have a nickname for me? No, but that reminds me the other week when I randomly was like, hey, Susie Woozy. And you were like, what? Susie literally was like, what is that? <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> wait, was it the one that, wait, was that the one that, what was the nickname I called you that one time? when you stopped and you were like all freaked out and I was like, what's happening? You're like, Oh, Suze Magoos. Oh, Suze Magoos. Yeah. That was a weird one. Okay. No one has ever in my life ever called me Suze Magoos. Including me. Ever. Except that one time. One time. But my husband called me Suze Magoos and he one time put it on a jumbotron <laughs> at a clipper game. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know that part. That's we hilarious. We a picture of it. It says, I love you, Suze Magoos. And I was like, I'm Suze Magoos. <laughs> <laughs> and then you said it once. I was like, 
That's so weird yeah. that you because it's such a random nickname. It's, it's not, not like a, a nickname. It's not like Susie Q or like no, whatever. It's Sue's just random. Sue's Magoo. <laughs> Or it could have been like Suze Maboos, Suze Madoos, Suze, you know. Or what I just said before, Susie Susie Woozy. Yeah. <laughs> could have been any of those. Um, my favorite nickname for you is You have nicknames for me? I just call you Eduardo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just Eduardo. Yeah. Which I like. Oh, it's your turn. Eduardo. I don't mind Eduardo. Yep. When people, King Edward, <laughs> I used to go by the name Eddie. I think I told you this yeah, a while yeah. ago. Hated it. And then, Ed like Di. in fifth grade, someone was like, "You spell it. Your name spelled just Ed Die." And I was like, "Yep, I'm changing that." Yeah, we're not. I was we're like, not "We're doing not." That I was like, "I'm not living that well, through, through middle school." A good friend pulls off a practice. This is really long. Okay. A good friend pulls off a practical joke that plays on one of your weaknesses and makes you look ridiculous. How would you react? That's mean. Why do I even have to ask this question? I know how you would react. We fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bare knuckles. That's it. No, if it was a friend of mine. A good friend. I would be like, you're off the roster. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I would look at that person with the side. I'm I don't like, forward. I don't like practical jokes. I don't mind practical jokes, but. It's only if everybody's laughing. Right, if or it's just like innocuous, funny. yeah, you know, like jump scaring people. I don't or like, that. like Don't ever do that to me. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Or mean. like random shit, like maybe like some food or something, like whatever, you know, like throwing food at someone, like innocuous stuff. As one long time, as I'm not wearing something expensive. One time, we. So if you take a, this is a fun one for the kids. If you take a paper towel, uh, the toilet paper roll, you know, it's brown, and you wet it. Oh you yes. mush it up, you make it look like a dookie. Oh my God, I saw a video for the first time this past week where some lady did that and she hid it in this sheet in her sheets <laughs> and she calls her husband and she's like, babe. And he's like, what? She's like, babe, um, I thought it was gonna be a fart. And he's like, where is this going? And she's like, she's like, and I just shit my pants. And he's like, where are you? And she's like, I'm in the bedroom. And he comes over and he lifts it up and he goes, and then she's like, I don't know what to do. So he like, she basically makes him clean it up. Aww. And he like goes and grabs it. And then he even puts it in the bag with like a paper towel or something. And that's when she's like, oh, Aww. that's not real paper. That, that's our April Fool's joke to our husband. We put it on his toilet. I was like, tell one of the girls to like pretend that they're going to go poop in his bathroom. And then they come out and then we wait for him to go in and they put the, the dookie on like the toilet rim. And he'll walk in and be like, dude, who took shit on my toilet? Wait, rewind. Your husband has his own bathroom? Yeah. We don't let him share. Men are gross. Oh, okay. I was like, it sounds like even you don't use it. <laughs> I was like, wait, you allow your husband to have his own bathroom? Oh, yeah, no. It's off on the other side of the house, like where the dogs are. <laughs> Well, okay. Oh, you don't want to smell his shit. Well, it's not that. It well that too. But also, like men, when he's he's a very hairy man. Oh yeah. So whenever he does his like grooming, there's just his the little fucking hair all over, and it drives me crazy, and it makes me filled with rage. So I'm like, go, <laughs> go to the other side of the house. Go where the dogs are. That's Relatable. a ton of fucking fur and dog over hair over there. Go. That's where it all is supposed That's to be. Fair. Yeah, it's yucky. I don't like it. And he's fine. He loves it. There's, I've seen some he like inventions in here, in there, like a little refrigerator, like coconut waters in it and That's shit. Gross. Exactly. There's poop particles everywhere in a bathroom. Yes. Um, where's the one place you want to go before you die? The world. I mean, that's too vague. Be more specific. I want to travel Asia. Okay. I've only been to South. I've only been to Seoul. South Korea. Actually, that's not, not just Seoul, but South Korea. Um, you just want to go eat. That's where all the best food Pretty much. Yeah. I do want to go Don't eat. Don't blame me. I also weirdly have this weird desire to visit Antarctica for some reason. Oh, that would be cool. And I don't. Okay. I was like, I'm ready to explain well, why it's so it's, No, it's one of the places that is like, you know, so many people haven't seen. It's a really unique place to go. Yeah. And it's like maybe not going to exist in like yeah. 100 years. Yeah. Like, like, just like, oh, it's just a patch of land now. <laughs> yeah. Or it's just there is an ocean here. Yeah. <laughs> because the whole world is an ocean now. Everything's melting. Water world. And yet there's drought. Ah, <laughs> I don't know. Fires everywhere. <laughs> Um, I really want to see Aurora Borealis. Where is that? Where do you oh. want to see that? Like the Northern Lights? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anywhere north, I think. I saw like these people were in these like weird like tents, but they were like, like I want to say like an igloo, but like not made out of ice. 
And it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Like I was like, I have to see that with my own eyes before Same. I die. I really anywhere anywhere really far north where they don't see sun for like a month. Okay. I think all those like places. Greenland. Yeah, yeah. I think even Alaska. Maybe we could do it to get, go to Antarctica. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Antarctica's the other. Oh way. yeah. I was, say, I was like, wait a minute. That's sorry. <laughs> well, we can go around. <laughs> I feel like we kind of answer this. What's an ability you'd like to have? Ability? Wow, English. Mm-hmm. That you'd like to have and why? I guess we didn't really. You just talked about flying dreams. I don't know if I'd want that in real life. That'd be weird. Mm. I don't also like what if I remember what happened to Fabio on that roller coaster? What if I like fly into a bird and it explodes in my face? I'm sorry, what? Don't you remember Fabio? You know Fabio, the guy yeah. who's like the cover of like romance novels? And uh <laughs> He was a spokesman for margarine or something. Yeah, right? I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so he was on a roller coaster and he was on it, and a pigeon flew and like hit him like in the neck or like chest area, and it just like exploded <laughs> and like died. Oh my god, there's video of this. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it was a We're, very big deal. Even Ron was like, "Yeah, I remember." Put it right here. I have no idea. <laughs> and he's like, "It's just like pigeon shrapnel everywhere." I mean, his chest was. Like steel. steel. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> get it. Poor pigeon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that did not have a chance. Why was I talking about? Oh yeah. It was a fly. I was like, how the fuck did we get on yeah. Fabio and a pigeon? <laughs> you still haven't answered it by the way. Oh, um, any ability. Um, I wish I had the ability to sit still. <laughs> That's all I want. Yes. Yeah, I don't have that. I, I can't sit still. I, 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 I mean the ability both in myself and both in my schedule. I don't have the ability to sit still because of my schedule. You took the practical route. I, see. I did. I did. I mean, like, I don't want to read minds. I don't want that. I don't want to travel at the speed of light. I, I like. I would actually want to slow down rather than go faster. So, like, other abilities, like reading people's minds, is the most terrifying prospect I could imagine. That's the last thing I want to fucking know. Travel time. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. I want to. I don't want to see all that shit. There's a lot of shit that I'd see that I didn't want to see. I want whatever ability that's going to make, allow me to rob banks and not ever get caught. Walk through walls, be invisible. I don't know. No, you just like hack shit, right? You don't have to go anywhere. A million dollars. Although you are talking to someone who in college was like, I'm going to become a jewel thief. So maybe I like the physical. You're just like a heist kind of guy. Who knew? I just watched too many heist movies. And I'm always like, I can do that. That was stupid. I can do that. I would never do it that way. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, obviously I wouldn't because it's wrong, but like maybe. I would like the ability to digest tons of tons of food and not get, not gain any weight. (laughs) Or just like be able to shape shift because then you could be, you could be morbidly obese and just like choose to be in a skinnier form. Or just not have to gain weight. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I would just rather prefer to have a genie. If I'm choosing. What do you like best about your life? And what do you like least about your life? What I like best about my life is nothing. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to start with the other, other one first. What I like least about my life right now is being navigating through life without a partner mm. at my age. What Not I like best. <laughs> hopefully you'll we don't see, know. You'll see. Um, what I like best about my life, I don't know. Just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the answer that I keep thinking about is probably Colt. Oh, yeah. the dog. Um, what do I like best about my life? And you guys, obviously. Obviously. I think I think what I like best about my life is also what I like least about my life. And I let me explain. What I love best about my life is it's so filled with so many things and it's filled with my job and my career and my kids and my husband and my friends and my podcast and my businesses and my parents and all these things. But what I like least is that I have so many things going on, like my businesses and my podcast and my social media and my kids and my husband. You know, so having all of these, it's a blessing and a curse. I mean, honestly, like I'm so lucky that I have so many things, but at the same time, I'm like, oh my God, I have so many things. So it's like, I don't know how to like yeah. 
condense and trim all those things down. But it's because my life is so full that, you know, I, I, I'm grateful and I, I sometimes lose sight of the gratitude of it and get mired down by the tedium of some of it. So, you know, yeah, that's actually relatable even for someone from my side. Cause that's what I think about. I'm like, Oh, that's what I'm missing in my life when I have the grass is greener syndrome, yeah. you know, but then I'm always like, Oh, but in reality you have, having a brain fart, but executive, you know, that syndrome with a lot of ADHD or neurodivergent people where mm -hmm. they have a hard time doing multiple like, things at once or just like, you know, normal, right. quote unquote, normal things. Right. And I'm like, Oh, but then I'm like, can I even do that? And I'm like, yeah, but if you had all of these responsibilities, I think that would help to tackle that issue. You know what I mean? Because that's the thing with me it's is what when I, I have an option. Yeah. I don't really know, but yeah. from what I've seen from my life so far is what I have options is when it really kicks in mm. versus when I'm like, I have to do it. I don't have the time to, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. I think for me, the issue is that like, I just get like decision fatigue. Yeah, for like, sure. So many decisions that I have to make all the time. And even just like small things, like what are the girls having for breakfast today? Yep. Fuck. Dinner lunch. That that's a whole thing. Right. So and then what do I do about work? Day. What do I, what do I make content about? What do I, you know, like, it's just, there's so much deciding and I don't want to always be the fucking decider of everything. I don't know. Or like, else decide. or like be only the decider. Yes. And like someone, no one else execute, any input. execute oh, yeah. all of it. You know God, what I mean? That would be the best. That would, would be the best. Can I have that? You guys support our podcast. So can we go so back we to the abilities question? <laughs> if I had the ability, I would want the Blow ability me. to be able to delegate to a bunch of very, very competent people. <laughs> so you, but like who in your eyes is competent Nobody. other than you? So you Nobody. would, you would like to clone yourself. Oh God, but then you I want would to have fight like, with myself. No, you wouldn't because you're still in control. Yeah, but They're I fight just... with myself internally all the time. <laughs> like you chose that. <laughs> Why would you like, choose Like, right, you clean the bathroom. No, you clean the bathroom. I'm not cleaning the bathroom. Find somebody else. Make you're just a figment of my imagination. <laughs> yeah, clean grass. the bathroom. Yeah, the grass is always greener. <laughs> I think we've all established that. Nope. No, I get one out of that one. Borings. Okay, so last round. Unless you're subscribed to our Patreon, then we're gonna have a couple of extra questions. Secret just questions, private questions. We don't know what they're actually gonna be. My we'll we'll juice it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> what hobby would you pick up if time and money weren't the issue? Hobby? What hobby would I pick up if time and money weren't the issue? Being the most obnoxious rich bitch in the world. No, I could, I'm just, I just have the first, I said the second half. Um, <laughs> I would want to um, shoot pool all day. Says so you used to be a pool shark. God, I love it. I miss it. I've been recently missing it so much because it takes a really long time. Like you, you know, I I could play playing for a game hours. Oh no, like the game one game itself, no. But like I I would play for hours <laughs> and hours. I was just about to be and like hours. Maybe we should do an episode where you teach me who is really bad at pool because I've never. I'm really a terrible. I'm a good. Teacher. I'm actually a good coach if you're a child. <laughs> But teaching like kind of a job. Teaching grown-ups is so frustrating to me. I'm like, I told you not to do that. Why do you keep doing that? Because well, my body does what, what it wants. What is your hand doing? Why? I don't know. All right, what's your hobby and why? Oh, I, I said it. I oh, just, you did? I, yeah, I just want to like be an obnoxious shopper. Oh, okay. I just okay. want to like buy shit. That's the hobby you want? Sounds really vain, right? Yeah, a little bit. But like, I get so much serotonin from getting new things. But doesn't that Dopamine wear off? Whatever. Yeah, that's why if money and time weren't an issue, I could just buy things all the time. Like, I don't feel great today. I'm gonna buy that house. I'm gonna buy your house. I'm, I just bought your house. That would make you feel better. Okay, you're weird. <laughs> Next, okay, so this is the secret round. Secret Patreon round. <laughs> no, wait, you have to do your round first. What? Because I ask a question, you ask a question, and then the Patreon round. Oh. Well, I mean, you can still use that one. Unless no. it's so good. You okay. This, I think they should save this for the Patreon okay, round. Yeah, save I'm going to save it. Oh. Between us, who is the bigger germaphobe? <laughs> uh, me, obviously. <laughs> is it you? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> good, I'm glad Pick it's not me. Pick a different one. That I'm was glad lame. I'm glad it's not me. That was easy. I'm such a germaphobe. 
Between us, who is what? more into their job? I mean, yeah, I'm unemployed, so. Ooh, how important is it to you that you surround yourself with people who have the same political views as you? Pretty important. Not really. Actually, that's different. I don't know. <laughs> yes. No, I don't. Yes. No. Yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but not really. You don't want to live in a vacuum. Except a couple certain points. I guess it depends on what you consider political, right? Because there are some, some people human on the stuff. right yeah. who consider just existing political. Mm -hmm. um, I don't consider that political. When we're talking about, you know, like policies and things like that, when it comes to human rights, I don't think that should be poli political. So I don't surround myself with people who think that certain people shouldn't exist or yes. be free to live and enjoy yep. the world like everybody else does. Um, but, you know, of course... Mm. Like, yes, could you be friends with someone who's pro-life? I am. Yeah, because I am. You're pro-life? Technically, but not. I personally believe in pro-life, but I obviously believe in people's right over their own bodies. So I'm actually pro-choice. Yes. But in my personal life, I'm pro-life. Only because in every sense of the situation, I should have been aborted. For someone to tell me that I shouldn't be existing rubs me some weird, makes me feel weird inside. And so for me, it's a very personal that experience. That is fair. That is fair. And I'm not going to argue against your point because I understand what your viewpoint is. Obviously, though, conversely, is, is having never existed the same as... How do I feel? I would have liked to really have existed as much as as hurtful life as I've had, I would still rather- But I don't know that everybody shares that. Yeah. Right? No, that's what I mean. So, I agree. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I, I think it's more important that people have agency over their own bodies and I'm not a woman, so I'm not going to tell women what to do. Like I have oh, a thousand percent believe that. But I personally, that doesn't mean like I agree with pro-lifers. I just mean in like my personal life choices, I live by pro-life, if that makes sense. Well, and this is gonna sound harsh, but it kind of doesn't matter, because yeah, you're uh -huh. a man, yeah. and you don't ever have to make that choice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, yeah. I get that you feel like that for yourself on a decision that you yourself would never have to make. Right. So, okay. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I get I it. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I mean. Like, I personally am pro-life, but I also believe in people's agency over their own bodies and right. I would never tell a woman what to do. Right, fair. But if somebody that I was in a relationship was pregnant, I would probably ask them to maybe just try to have the child, but I'm not gonna force anybody to do anything. So do you know what I mean? That's a hard one. That is a hard one. That's because tough. that's how I grew up my whole life. I just, I just was always like, I deserve to be here. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'll be 48 this week. And like, I talk to my husband all the time. I'm like, I still technically have the ability to get pregnant physically. But if I found out I was pregnant at 48 years old, would I, number one, fucking survive being pregnant? Cause it's so dangerous. hard. Yeah. Um, but would I, would I have the baby? I think I would, I think I would. But is it fair for me to have a baby at 50 and be like, oh, you only got so many years with me, kid. Good luck, you know? So there's that. There's a lot to think about. I I, I don't know that we can open up the abortion conversation no, right now. No, 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 <laughs> nor that was that what I was trying to do. Yeah. But I just wanted to test that question, yeah. you know? Um, yes, and yes, I could, of course, be friends with somebody who's pro-life. Yeah. Technically, I'm pro-choice, but, but yeah. Yes, I get it. Either way. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> We just had a very interesting and fun conversation on our Patreon. So if you want to be part of that secret club. You should go. It was funny. <laughs> it wasn't funny. It was funny and. And sad? No. Um, Did we, we cried? Um, Is that where we cried? No, I forget. But I it was also like a lot of. It looks like I have to subscribe. So I know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> but you should definitely subscribe because you there should. was some. There's some juicy shit. Juicy. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. Juicy stuff in there. But otherwise. 
Thank you for listening to our podcast. Make sure you follow us on our socials. Oh, you can <laughs> you can find me at CJ1 on Instagram and TikTok and apparently on Facebook because there's a bunch of fucking troll accounts with my name on it. <laughs> Don't do that. If you want to know about what Susie was thinking about that got her distracted, yeah, watch the Patreon because I guarantee you that's what she was thinking about. I was. I really <laughs> yeah. was. See? And you can find me on everything at Etch a Sketch with a J and you can find the podcast at What in the Shibad. Please make sure you write in uh, to whatintheshibad at gmail.com. Susie and I would actually like to do another food episode. Mm. So if you have any cultural food stories that we can try for the first time while reading your story, uh, please write them in. Make sure you give us your name, the details of the story, the food, uh, the way you eat it, whatever. You yeah, know? anything important. Pertinent. Make sure you send it to what in the Shibar. That's S-H-I-B-A-L at gmail.com. Otherwise, if you are watching us on our YouTube, please make sure that you follow, like, and subscribe and ring that bell. <laughs> <laughs> You have to go to the Patreon to find out. <laughs> Otherwise, thank you so much. And we'll catch you maybe on the next one. We don't I'll know. Get arrested. Okay, <laughs> bye. bye.